Welcome to Prime Marriage Podcast. My name is Chris. I am here with my wife, Brandy. Hello. And welcome to episode four. Four. Wow, we're yeah. creeping up there. Getting... That's right. So we're, we're going to take a kind of a break from the uh, heavy stuff and just kind of do something light. I found a quiz online, how well do you know your spouse? And I figured this would be fun. It's 21 questions. And we were just going to kind of go over the questions and then see, because it's all of them are like, what would your spouse say about this? Or what is their favorite this? And just kind of see how, and I'm not going to lie, when I was doing this, there were some I did not know. Yeah, there was quite a few that I was like, e. Do I answer it as in how I know you now, or do I answer it in how you were as a child? Yeah. Because and that some of the questions were really referred to are, that. Yeah. And and a lot of them were very specific. As a child, this, yes. the, you know, and those were, I wouldn't say easy, because we didn't know each other as kids. No. I mean, we, you know, we could link this quiz on our website. We absolutely could. Yeah. And that way, if you want to go through it with your spouse, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It might I mean, be kind of fun. It might bring up some... Uh, conversations that maybe you haven't had. Or some childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Bring up some of that too. Uh, there's already some answers on here that we may scrap by yeah. the end of it. So, um, but, you know, and some of them I felt like I should know. And then some of them I felt like I, I would have no clue about that. Yeah. I mean, because they've just never come up in conversation. Yeah, absolutely. There, there are a couple here that I, I truly guessed yeah, I, I guess I don't know you as well as I thought. Well, I think you're always going to run across that. No matter how long you've been together, there's a quiz out there that's going to find stuff that you're just like, huh? But it is guaranteed that I will know those answers by the time we are done. Yes, unless I don't know them. There were a couple of them that I was like, <laughs> I don't know. What would what, I answer? Yeah, I don't know what I would answer to that. So it'll be interesting to see what you do. Right. And really how the quiz went is that you score a point if they made a value. And I'm not going to say, you know, if you say something that is like, oh, yes, it may not be my absolute favorite, but yes, you know me well enough to know that. That's a point. That's a point. Oh, we're going to keep score. Oh, absolutely. Oh, boy. This is absolutely. Okay. Why do I say absolutely? <laughs> <sighs> Certainly. 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 But... Before we even get started with this, how's your week been? I feel like this has been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. And I haven't really seen you a whole lot. So, no. Um, yeah, no, it, it's... it... It's been a week, even though with us, it's been a week. Yeah. It has. I mean, it's it's not all roses, people. And that's the one thing that marriage, you need to learn right up front. It's yeah. not all roses. There are going to be things that are going to come up. You're not going to agree on everything. You are not going to be of the same mindset of everything. And when you find out, well, you and, butt heads. And work schedules and family situations all play into that as well. So whenever there's increased stress, aside from marital strife, it just kind of increases. It does. It exacerbates the issues and, and kind of amplifies them. And I think we've, I know I've felt that this week, but you know what? We plot on, we carry on, that's we right. do the best we can. We're not calling it quits. We're not calling it quits. So if that's what you expected episode four to be, <laughs> <laughs> the breakup, that's not, that's not what you're hearing. Um, but yeah, it has been a tough week. It's been an interesting week, both at work and home and dealing with kids and parents parents and just it's been it's been a week but we're here we're gonna try and stay as regular as we can we've got a lot of weekends coming up we normally record on saturday mornings so 
we have a lot of weekends coming up here soon that we're not going to be able to record. So we're trying to think about maybe getting a couple recorded at once. So we didn't really prepare for that today. We didn't. But And uh, next week is one that we it, won't it be It is. Or... It is. But I, then again, we have no plans today. So right. if we wanted to come up with another episode and record again this evening or whatever, we could do that. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be really a major issue. We don't want to ever become irrelevant, though in what we're talking about and what we're doing. That's why we like to record these and then get them out just a couple days later. So it's nothing's out of date, nothing's out of, you know, out of whack. I know people who record five or six of them and keep them in the can. And then by the time you play them, it's like... Well, things have changed. Yeah, things have changed. That's Although, not... I mean, in with our topics, really, do things change? Well, and, and some of them don't, but there's always <laughs> I don't know, a, yeah. I don't know that they're aging, of, yeah. There's always a fair amount of, of banter between us that, you know... We talk about things that, you know, we've had a heck of a week. Right. That might not be the case in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I uh, hope it's not the I, case. Uh, definitely not like this kind of, <laughs> that kind of week. But we'll see. We'll see. So shall we jump into the quiz? Dive right in. All right. Like I said, it's 21 questions. And the first question was, what is your partner's least favorite body part? And I had to assume this is talking about... On themselves, not on <laughs> <laughs> on their spouse. I hate your earlobes. I, I don't think that's where it was going. No, I don't. I don't believe so. No. So you want to go ahead? You want me to go first? Sure. I said your thighs. Mm. And I would say that is correct. Okay. Yes. I, I have just heard you. I have no problem with them, but you <laughs> apparently have a lot of problem with them. Listen, I have dancers' legs. They have never been small. Um, now that dancing is not as prominent in my life as what it was, those muscles have now not, they're no longer muscular. It doesn't translate well. No, mm. no. So I am going to say that it is your derriere or oh. the lack thereof. That is, you nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, this guy goes straight from back to crack. I, there is nothing there. It just kind of caves in right after the spinal cord. Right. And when you have a belly, which I do, you have to wear your belt so tight because I have no butt to hold up my pants. So if I have so much as keys and a phone in my pockets, they're probably going to be falling down. Yeah. I'm going to be hitching them up all day because I got nothing to keep it up. I mean, my... well, let's be honest. You have had a bit of an um, embarrassing moment playing basketball I one have. time. <laughs> yeah. Took, <laughs> took a jump shot, down the shorts went. Uh, luckily, I was not like going commando <laughs> or anything. Were... But uh, yes, that's just a bad idea playing basketball anyway. You don't ever want to go commando playing. Ooh, I, no, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, For more than one reason. Yeah. I don't play basketball, <laughs> nor do I have to worry about that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, am I the only one that has the questions? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we will take turns, Owen. Okay. First. I'll answer this one first. So, when your partner was a child, what did they want to be when they grew up? Okay. So, this was kind of hard for me because I feel like we have had this conversation. And for some reason, there is something in the back of my head that was saying one thing, but I wrote another. Oh. So, in the back of my head, I feel... Like at one point you had said you wanted to be a firefighter, but I wrote down teacher. You nailed it. Uh, it was a teacher from pretty early age. Now, my uncle Mike was a firefighter and he took me one time to, 
it was a it was a burning down house and they had to pass by my house and I was outside kind of looking and he was like come on and so he held me while he was you know unwrapping the hose and everything and it was just that singed into my mind <laughs> so, <laughs> nice see what I did there it was unintentional but I uh, pretty good but as I as I did that I, I was like oh that was exciting but this is it like age four age mm-hmm. five by age seven I was done with that you know I was like oh no I don't want to do that yeah that, that looks dangerous so yeah I definitely want to be a teacher all right good deal I I don't know if we've had this conversation before but I went with what your passion was which was dancing I said you want to be a dancer no no Okay. I wanted to be a teacher. Uh, and that's what you eventually did to go yes. into teaching. And that's where you got your degree. But I n- didn't know if that was your childhood also. Yes. My mom actually had a daycare home. Uh, so she had, our house was always filled with kids. And from the time I could read, I would have a reading circle. And I would read to all of them. I would force them. And I, <laughs> I yes, I do remember those stories and that should have made read. me go the other way. Because teacher was the second one in my mind, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So, number three, name a country your partner would love to visit. This one was a, this one was an easy one. This was a softball. We've talked about this many times. You want to go to Italy. I want to go to Italy. <clears throat> yes. I want to take a cooking class from an old lady that has... 20 children and 50 grandchildren <laughs> and show me how to roll out pasta and, sh- and yeah. Yeah. Make marinara sauce that clings to the pasta. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's a golden girls. They make it look so easy and I just want to be able to just do that. Although cooking is not a passion of mine. That no. is something and, that I would and, enjoy doing. And cooking is not the only reason you want to go to Italy. No, either. I mean, there's no. some just beautiful places. That oh, yeah. I, and that's, well, what did you put? I put Switzerland. Oh, you nailed it again. <laughs> yeah. And Italy would be a close second because we've talked about that before. Yes. I would love to see Italy. I'd love to see Venice um, specifically. But. But. Oh, I want to see the Swiss Alps. Yes. I really do. Sometimes I, I see those pictures of like villages on the side of a, it's all green and just they have the tracks that go down the mountains. I was like, oh, I want to see that just once. So, yeah. Kind of a bucket list thing. Yes. So number four, did your partner have a nickname as a child and what was it? All right. So I'm going to go with what I know about you as a child. This is not something that um, we have talked about. But I'm going to go with what I know about you as a child, and I know that you were very shy. So I'm going to say that you did not have a nickname when you were little. You are correct. I did not. Um, that came a little later That in did life. come a little <laughs> later. Uh, and that's how my wife always knows where someone knows me from or what era of my life someone knows me by. Because if they call me Chris, they're like, well, they either know him recently or knew him when he was a kid. But if they say Captain or Cap... She knows they knew me during my uh, wandering years. Wandering years, yes, where I was just the consummate single dude out having fun. Yeah. And I was known by Captain, or Captain Jim, actually, is mm. the full name. But that was what everybody called me. Even my bosses at work called me Cap. So that was, yeah. Now, I had, <laughs> I put down, I have no clue. I really <laughs> don't know if you had. I feel like that your uncle had a nickname for you. Well, no. My okay. dad, my dad had a nickname for me. My nickname was Rosie Two Shoes, and I had a skate case that said Rosie, mm. um, because I was a tap dancer, and my cheeks got rosy when I danced. So he called me Rosie Two Shoes. They still do, by the way, when you oh. dance. Yeah, 
I'm sure because I'm exerting a lot of energy now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well there you go. Now I know Rosie Two Shoes. I, I think I've heard that story in the past, but and I was I knew there was something in the back of my mind. That's why I said I don't think you had one. I knew you had one. I just yeah. didn't know. Couldn't remember what it was. Number five, which of your partner's aunts or uncles are they closest to? Once again, not something that we have talked about in the no, past. never. But I'm going to go with your Aunt Rita. That is the correct answer. And I want to say that there's uh, probably from whenever you were younger, it's because she had children that were close to you, mm-hmm. close in age to you. Um, and so you spent more time with her. However, I think um, as we've gotten older that you've kind of looked to her more in the way of how she handles certain situations. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And her personality is very, yeah. very sarcastic and snarky. And it just, yeah, yeah, we've always got along really well. So, yes, that is the correct one. Now, with you, you're not super close with any of your aunts no. and uncles. At least not now. No. But I tried to go back to who you talked about going on vacations with. Yes. And I said Tom and Barb. Oh, okay. So what's really weird... It could weird, have been Janet and Jean as well. Yes. So what's really weird is I've actually been on vacations with both of them. Yeah. Um, I probably, whenever I was much younger, it would have been my... Um, aunt and Uncle Tom and Barb, uh, because my cousin Julie is that's, that's where my six mind months went. different yes, than me. That's where my mind went. Um, in a hard time in my life, it would have been Janet and Jean, because when my mom had her first diagnosis um, of cancer, they were the ones who were there with me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, you you really could have hit it right with either one of them. So do you, does that mean you get two points? No, I think I only get one, because <laughs> I only wrote down one. In fact, I wrote down Tom and Barb in parentheses, I guess, and then not really close with either. I mean, yeah, yeah that's just now, kinda, yeah, yeah, now I'm not really close with it either. So, what disappointment or rejection from your partner's past still stings? Okay, so this is I I don't feel like I have the right answer with this. I could have gone snarky with this answer. Oh. <laughs> And I'm not going to go into that because that would be, if certain people listen to this, they might, (laughs) that might be bad for us. Okay. So I am going to go with something that we haven't even talked about on here, but we might want to like also put a link on our website for this. Um, Something that um, we haven't talked about on here that we might want to uh, put a link on is I feel like maybe something that might sting you a little bit is that your book didn't get the growth that you thought it would have. Okay. I would grant, I will grant you a point for that because that is true. Um, I had a hard time when I read this question thinking about what I would say about me. I mean, like what? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. She may pull up some things that I wasn't even thinking about. And and let's hit on that for a moment. We are really not people. We're not a couple that dwells on hurts from the past. And um, we've kind of take that to where they have shaped us into the people that we are now. And so even though they might have been things at the time that really stung, it's not really something that we have brought into into the present with us. No, no, that's So true. that's why for me, it was hard to answer for you. Yeah. No, it was hard for me as well. When I start thinking about my life, you know, you picked a great one. Um, if I could have picked one other thing that really only came to me, I, there was a period of my life where I kind of got into some legal troubles yeah. with some things and just so disappointed in myself that I even got caught up in some of that stuff. 
that, you know, that's 20 years in the past, uh, more now. Yeah. But as I, as I look back, you know, that, that is, that's absolutely something that stings me. I really felt like that, you know, I was led to write that book, that I was motivated to do it, that I, I, you completed it. I you completed had follow it. through, follow through with everything that I needed to do. And it just really didn't do what I was hoping to do. Although I've seen some glimmers here recently mm-hmm. of it showing up in very odd places. And, and, and I mean, let's be honest, you did not write it to become a number one top seller. Oh, no, you, no. That's not, that wasn't the motivation behind it. No, I want to write this book to help people. You I mean, just that's... want it to be able to reach more people so that it might help them. And I've, Go ahead and get a cheap plug out of that. The book is called The Journey, Staying on the Path. And it is kind of a, almost I would say a guidebook for new Christians. Uh, kind of takes a lot of the Christianese out of what we do and how we worship. And, and uh, you know, it's definitely a faith-based book. And I've got the responses that I've gotten from it from people who've read it have been overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. But... It just didn't do as well as I had hoped. But yeah, I didn't write it to make money. No. I wrote it to help people. Yeah. So. And you can put that on our website as well. Yeah. So I we're going to link this quiz and we're going to link your book. All right. Um, and my answer here is going to, is, you're just going to have to hear me out. Okay. Because I put your divorce. Okay. I, I realized that without that, we wouldn't be together. <laughs> but you tried so hard to hang on. To something that was not, both people have to be invested right. in trying to hang on to it, and the other wasn't. And eventually, you know, you did feel the release to just be set free from that. But I know how much it stung, yeah. how much you were disappointed that it couldn't work. Yeah. And it really, it came down to the point that I, we talked about this last time about, you know, it's not 50 50, it's 100 100. And I, was giving so much more and it was not being reciprocated. Um, and there were choices that had to be made that were not being made. And so I, um, yeah, I ended up having to, uh, file and end a long, very long marriage where it was going to impact my children, having three children. Um, I had to come up with a decision of whether, uh, being from a broken home, was going to be more detrimental to them than staying in the environment we were in. Right. So, yeah, that was one that did kind of sting. However, you know, there is a silver lining to that. But so Obviously. <laughs> so would that be something, though, that would, I would be say in the so. top, yeah. at least, percentages of? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next question is, which of your spouse's achievements are they most proud of? And I put... Something that I really, as I'm sitting here, I think it's probably something different. Oh. Um, what I wrote down was your degree. That you you got a degree. And I say that because I don't think anybody in your family really had no, gotten one. No, so nobody you has. Like, you were like the first in your family. Yeah. Um, I was the first in my family only by a few months, though. Bethany got her degree <laughs> right after I got mine. But, uh, yeah, I was the first one in my family. So I was like, that is something to be proud of. But as we're sitting here talking, I was like, oh, I think she'd be more proud that she has made children who are self-reliant and who can go out there and live life and be a success. Even if right <laughs> this second, they may not be doing that. But they do have the ability. They do have the They have been raised right. The, sometimes the independence that I raised them to use has kicked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that is how I, I was never a parent who was 
you see all those people posting about how, oh, my baby, I can't believe that they're growing up. I can't believe. And I was always the one that celebrated their milestones. I never, I, I was not a parent who cried on um, kindergarten or graduation. I always cheered them on. So, yeah. No, that's very true. I think we're both in that regard. There is not going to be any weeping or gnashing no. of teeth when it comes to being in an empty nest. I no. Think we're both kind of looking forward to that. So. Yeah, not because we don't like our children. No. No, Just we because children, we were successful in raising them to where they moved away. Yeah. <laughs> and we can downsize. <laughs> we can downsize. Which so, we'll get to later on in this. Okay. So my, um, my thing that I talked about was your book, actually. It is. And it's so weird that it's one of my biggest disappointments, and yet it's also one of my proudest achievements. Because yeah. it was not an easy thing for me to do. I didn't feel like I was qualified to write a book. So I was... I was happy that I was able to accomplish that, but, you know, like I said, also a disappointment that it didn't go as far as what I was hoping. So this episode has went, is going quite a bit longer than what I thought it would. Yeah. I I feel like these questions really kind of, because it was new information for us that we had to kind of dig into it a little bit more. And not just that, but every time we have an answer, you kind of have to explain the answer and then we kind of discuss the answers. And I, I mean, I just feel like that. Maybe we need to take a break at this point and let's pick it up again, maybe on the next one. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think that would be a good idea. That way, maybe um, they can kind of take the time to look at look those over as well. And uh, maybe you've reached your destination if you're li- listening to it in the car and you're like, oh, but I don't want to stop because we know we have that kind of content. <laughs> and so maybe, you know, uh, part two which we won't make a habit of doing, but maybe a part two is needed. Yeah, because I really thought that we were just going to go through the questions. Here's the answer. Go through the questions. Here's the answer. And (laughs) it has really turned into more discussion, which you and I tend to do that period. We do, but that's also kind of simple discussions in marriage as well, right? Something that you think is going to be black or white ends up being way deeper. Yeah, yeah. Mm, You went real deep on that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to call it quits for this week. Okay. I will try and link the quiz and anything else that I need to link in the show notes and uh, on our website. Yes, our website, primemarriagepodcast.com. That's right. And we also have a Facebook page, and that's The Prime Marriage Podcast. We gave you false information last time. I apologize. Uh, It does have the the in front of it. I think that this is a great place to jump off, and we'll hop back in next time. All right. We'll see you all later. Just remember... We call this Prime Marriage Podcast because it is only divisible by one. Hey y'all, Prime Marriage Podcast coming at you. (laughs) We just gonna tell you what you should and shouldn't do. He's talking about marriage myths. 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 I'm a myth. Yeah, yeah, myth. I'm a mither. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's see how that uh, sounds on normal.